Welcome to Nexus Podcast with, with my dad. I'm your host, and I'm Coco. This will change your life. What is up, all my Nexus family? It is your host, Dr. Daniel Kimberly, and you're tuned into another episode of the Nexus Podcast. And on this week's episode of the podcast, I want to talk about a phrase that you probably heard before. It's something about fear. It's called false evidence appearing real. And something that I'm helping a couple friends with and how false evidence appearing real relates to you and to chiropractic care and every decision that you're going to make inside of your life in order to live the life of your dreams and live it to the fullest, which is what this podcast is all about. So kick back, relax, enjoy this episode of the next podcast where we hear the cliche, false evidence appearing real. So I've seen it a number of times in my life where I have dealt with things that seem to be super, super scary on the, in the beginning phases, but as I get better, as I continue to do more reps, as I continue to push myself beyond my comfort zone, I realize that this conversation of fear or false evidence appearing real has a very real context for what happens neurologically inside of our brains and inside of our bodies. And so when we talk about this concept or this idea of false evidence appearing real, I think it's important to understand that all of us in our lives are going to experience some level of fear or some level of worry or some level of self-doubt. And I, you know, I've been helping a couple of friends through some things that they're dealing with inside of their personal lives. And as I'm helping them with it, I couldn't help but think about the times in my life, just like one of these friends that I have, the times in my life when things get really, really, really difficult or things get really, really hard, it's very easy to create a story that is not true that keeps us stuck in the place that we are. And now for me, I believe that part of the reason that we create a story that keeps us stuck or keeps us in the place that we are is because it's more comfortable to be in a place of safety than it is to be in a place of the unknown. And again, being in a place of the unknown makes it very, very, very difficult to project what's going to happen in the future. Our brains are very good. You've heard me talk about this on the podcast before. Our brains are very, very good at measuring risk and what we will lose, but not what we will gain. And so oftentimes what I see people do is they have this evidence inside of their life. They have a story that they tell themselves that keeps them trapped and hostage to the same uh, standard that they have always lived at. And what I realized through the conversation that I'm about to share with you is like, we can always constantly change the standard and change the expectations that we have, not only for ourselves and for the other people around us. So when we hear this conversation of fear, and we've all heard of fear before, and many of us have probably heard the thing of fear stands for false expectations appearing real. There's a very real foundation within the brain that happens neurologically. And so that foundation is this, is that when we experience a stress response, our brain and our stress hormones literally turn off parts that are going to require or allow us to set goals and then move after them long-term. Like when we're in a stressed out state, when we're in a fight or flight state, we only care about one of two things. We care about literally fighting or running away from the thing that is in front of us. The problem with this though is that fighting and running away requires lots of movement. So nine times out of 10, I would say probably 10 times out of 10 in our regular lives is that we're encountering all these stresses, the stress from the blue light on our screens, the stress of traffic, the stress of pollution, the stress of having our own business, the stress of having a wife or a husband and kids and a job and employees and paying taxes and like all the things that we deal with on a day-to-day basis. All those things are stresses, but remember, fight or flight requires something very important. Fighting requires lots of movement and running away requires lots of movement. And so when 
We talk about the foundation of what happening in the brain every time we have a stress, whether that's choosing to go look for a new job or choosing to submit a resume to a new place or choosing to quit the place where I'm working now or whatever the decision may be. Maybe it's a decision of getting under chiropractic care for the first time and investing yourself for the first time or paying for a coach that is going to seem like a little bit of stress financially for the first time. All of these things are experiences stress. And because we have these stresses and we never fight or run away, the brain gets very confused and it says, you're not doing what I need you and want you to do. So I'm going to keep you in this protective state. So when we talk about false evidence appearing real, this is what happens is literally from a hormonal perspective, your body releases stress hormones into your system that turn off the parts of your brain that are responsible for you taking the facts of a situation and looking at it in a clear, intelligent way. And so what happens is your brain literally gets wired to go, that thing's scary. Look for the next scary thing. Look for the next bad thing. Look for the next scary thing. Look for the next scary thing. Because all I care about in this moment is protection and safety. And this is the fight or flight state of the brain. And so what happens is that if we have these stresses, we never fight or run away, then our body gets locked and it gets trapped in this fight or flight state. And these hormones continue to keep us in a place where we can't make decisions, where false evidence appearing real fear is an actual thing. It's not an actual thing because there's something wrong with you or something broken. It wants to keep you, your brain wants to keep you in a fear stress state if you're not fighting or running away so that you're protected in case the thing, in case the bear or lion in the woods comes to attack you. The problem is we're not cavemen and women so the bear or lion never comes to attack us. And so we get stuck with this stress on inside of our system. And this is the case with the chiropractic care that we provide is what we do is we look for where is the brain stuck in a stressed out state. And then through a very specific set of tests, neurological tests, thermography scans, chiropractic exam, orthopedic tests, if we need to figure out how can we turn off that stress in that person's brain that's sitting in front of us so that they can get the results they're looking for. So that the false evidence appearing real stops appearing real and they can go back into production mode. They can go back into taking risk mode and start to live live out the life that they know they were destined and able to live out. And so when we talk about this idea of false evidence appearing real, there's like obviously a very real tie to chiropractic care. We get to the joints of the spine moving again. We wake up the brain. The brain says, ah, we don't need to be in the fight or flight state more. Let's go back into rest and digest. The rest and digest place is where we make the good decisions. It's where we are more productive. It's where we are more present. It's where we are more profitable. All the things that we talk about inside our office. So the question then becomes, is that, If we are constantly looking at this false evidence appearing real, then what can we do to mitigate those things? And the number one strategy, in my opinion, is to have chiropractic care as a part of your lifestyle. You can supplement it, you can hack it, you can exercise it. The problem is, is that if our body is, if our brain is literally stuck in a stressed out state, if we don't address the brain, then we will completely miss the cause of everything else and nothing else will work as well as it could. Am I saying meditation is bad? No, I'm not. I'm just saying that it won't work as well as if you have chiropractic care inside of your life. And so when we have this conversation of fear or false evidence appearing real, one of the things that we have to talk about is the question of what do you truly want? What do you truly want? And so a lot of times, this is where I see people get stuck, is that they have this fear and they don't want to move towards the thing that they know they should move towards. But the reason that they don't move towards what they know they should be moving towards is because they don't actually understand inside of their heads what they truly want from their lives, from themselves. And they've never sat with themselves in silence for long enough to actually get any kind of idea of what they truly want. And this is a question that I've had to deal with personally on like a big, big level in the last four months is realizing that what I thought I wanted inside of my life, inside of my business may not be exactly what I wanted to look like. And so from that perspective, then 
what we what I have had to do is like do a lot of work on myself to figure out where is there false evidence in my life that's appearing real obviously getting adjusted, but then working through it by asking myself the question of what do I truly want? Because here's what I know. I know because I've worked with lots of people that those who don't know what they truly want will forever stay stuck searching for something, seeking something that was never meant for them to have. And a lot of times what I see happen, and it's happened to me many, many times in the past, including recently, is that someone else's idea of success, someone else's idea of what my family should look like, someone else's idea of what type of father I should be, someone else's idea of how much money I should make, someone else's idea of what kind of husband I should be or spouse I should be, all gets put into my brain and I stop living out what is true to me because I never stop to ask myself the question, what do I really want? And I see lots of people who struggle with this because they don't actually know what is it that you truly want. Like a lot of people would say, oh, I want to have a you know, $30 million house in strands. Well, the reality is, is that that takes a lot of work and a lot of team and a lot of effort and a lot of time and probably a lot of stress and a lot of heartache. Now, do you want the headache and the effort and the heartache and all the things that come with it in order to have that thing is a question. And if the answer is no, like that's totally fine, right? And that's the place that I'm at currently is really asking myself and trying to figure out like, what do I care about? What really matters to me? What actually makes me successful? And the realization that I have had recently is that the business is secondary. Like getting people results and seeing people happy inside of my life is really, really, really important to me. And even more important than that is seeing my daughter and my wife happy. And whatever I need to do in order to encourage that, um, those things actually don't take a lot of money to do. It takes a lot of time and energy and effort on my part, which I'm committed to. And so for you, I'm going to leave you with this question again. I'm going to ask you, what do you truly want inside of your physical body and maybe the way it looks or the way it feels? What do you truly want? What are you truly seeking inside of your business or however it is that you make money? What do you truly want? What are you truly seeking in your relationship with God or whatever spirituality you have? And then lastly, what are you truly seeking? What do you truly want inside of the relationships that you have? Whether you are a wife, whether you are a husband, whether you are single, whether you're a boyfriend, girlfriend, it doesn't matter what it is. What are you truly looking for? What ultimately do you want your life to look like 15, 20, 30 years from now on your deathbed? What are you going to want from the people around you. And I guarantee you, it's not just a bank full of money. My friends, that's all I have for you on this episode. If you got some value out of it, you know what to do. Share it up with somebody who needs to hear it and leave us a rating, leave a review. I love you, appreciate you. We'll come at you again next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to The Nexus Podcast with your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley. If you're interested in receiving more information about optimizing your brain and nervous system, check out our website at www.nexusfamilychiropractic.com.